recap of the 2018 season. Uh, the best part of it, as you guys... Oh, remember that rapper that I used to give the recap of the year and he would rap all the events? Mm. That's how you should do the season right now. Go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Double Coverage with the McCordy Twins with myself, J-Mac, Jason McCordy, my sidekick, my co-host, my older but little brother. Respect, uh, respect my authority. That's, that's what your t-shirt says. It's kind of tough, right? Respect my authority. I mean, it depends upon what you, what you say tough is. Mine, I'm repping for Parks and Recreation. Leave it better than you found it. That, yeah. that goes with motivation. Yeah, that it goes, goes with, with life. life. You yeah. know, yeah. leave things better than the That's way cute. you That's cute. I'm a little more, you know, like happy. What show is that? South Park. Yeah, terrible show. Wow. You won't get many people who watch this. I'd agree with you. Anyway, as you guys know, you can uh, listen to this. You can watch this. All you have to do to listen is go on to iTunes. Mama, we made it. You'll find the audio version there. On You can go to YouTube to find the video and be able to see our very handsome faces. All you have to do is search double coverage with the McCordy, twin, with the McCordy twins. Sorry. And as always, keep up with us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at McCordy Twins. Quick shout out to our partners here at Double Coverage, Boston Medical Center and Embrace Kids Foundation. We've all partnered together to tackle, cell, to tackle the sickle cell disease. For any more information, all you have to do is hit tacklesicklecell.org to learn more. So as we talk about sickle cell disease, why not start off? Um, for those that don't know, um, our campaign started about seven years ago. Uh, me and Deb were looking for uh, something, as we've discussed on the podcast before, to really get behind and, and get in the community. And uh, our, our, our Aunt Winnie was suffering with sickle cell disease, and we watched her throughout her entire life and our entire life, struggle with the disease, continue to fight day to day, uh, and just... Uh, persevere you know get through any type of adversity thrown her way uh such a fighter and um this past friday uh the fifth uh she was called home um she passed away uh so definitely a, a tough loss for us as a family but at the same time you know she's in a better place um she was in a lot of pain uh for a lot of years and fighting through it and surviving and, and being an inspiration to us and so many more um so definitely sad and but happy uh, to know that she's at peace. Yeah, and I would say that was the best way that I could explain it. Um, for years, she would always tell me, you know, Devin, um, there's going to be a day when I, I get to go home to heaven and there'll be no more sickle cell disease. There'll be no more pain, no more hospital stays in and out. Um, and, you know, as as sad as I got in with the news, um, just thinking of those times kind of brought me back to a happy place um, knowing. And, you know, you've told many people, you know, this week, probably the strongest person we knew, you know, as far as the fight, you know, physically, but, you know, really spirit, spiritually, her faith was so strong. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, throughout the years as an adult, um, would kind of lean on her for, you know, inspiration, uh, for the word. And, you know, I think, you know, one of the, the things I'm proudest of most is the sickle cell campaign that we started and, um, to know, uh, her legacy will never be forgotten uh, for her fight because we're going to continue to do the work, continue to to push awareness and help, you know, young people out with the disease and, and tell them her story. You know? Definitely. I remember when we first started, I had a conversation with her and she said probably around 10 years old, she went to the doctor and the doctor told her she probably wouldn't live to see 35. And um, 
69 years later, you know, she was able to travel to London, multiple trips to Bermuda, going on cruises, Spain. Uh, yeah, exactly, just yeah. just different things and being able to uh, defy the odds and do things that a lot of people told her she wouldn't be able to do. So uh, extremely proud to, uh, to call her aunt and definitely, definitely going to miss her, but going to continue to tell her story. And hopefully uh, it inspires others the same way it has inspired us uh, over the years. So uh, rest in peace to our Aunt Winnie. So um Definitely, definitely gonna miss her. Um, but as you said, um, since the last time we went on, it's 2019. New a, year. A new year with the new year. Well, how was your Christmas? Was it good? Yeah, it was straight. It was a good time. What did you do? We hung at your house. Yeah. We we, we, we discussed Christmas, didn't we? We did? Yeah, we discussed Christmas, bro. I asked y'all that earlier. Yes, I said yes. So was that the last episode? I said yes. The wife said, Melissa said we didn't. You, I didn't tell you to listen to your wife over me. You did that. A lesson learned in the show. You did that. It's a new year, bro. When you ask the question, do you listen to your wife or do you listen to your brother? Well, your twin if brother. We had I don't a, know if you listen to your if we had brother, a hot, If we had a hotline right now. You say wife. Pe- people could be calling in. You would say wife, but it, you would listen to your twin. It depends upon where y'all at right now. Like, say you were mad at her. And she told you something wrong, you'd call in like, you You better listen to your twin brother because my wife steered me wrong. I would always say wife, but I know what I do when I needed to do it. So how's your new year? It's been great. I got so many resolutions uh, that I want to do for the new year, and I failed at all of them so far. I mean, we're Eight only... Days in. Well, well, I don't really believe in new year resolutions, so... What are some popular new... Go to the gym. Pump that iron. I know the gym. Look like Sylvester Stallone the gym and Arnold Schwarzenegger. The, the gyms are probably still packed. Packed? The gyms made a killing on January 1st. Sign All up. Membership, $10, baby. New, and if you didn't cancel it, that thing's going to $50 a month. New diet. You know what I did for the new year? I'm making sure I cancel my gym memberships from the off season. That are that are frozen. I'm gonna cancel. I'm not going. That's awesome. Uh, mommy was down here, and my stepdad was down here, and uh, we woke up New Year's Day, and uh, we was just talking about the New Year. My mom was like, um, she was like, yeah, he, he said he's gonna get on get on a diet for 2019. So I'm excited for him for that. And he said, well, well, you, not not really a diet, like a little diet. So like that that brought up in my mind like. I need someone to tweet me, Instagram me, and define what, what a little it? diet is. Like, not not a whole diet, but a little, little diet. diet. Like, I need to know. I diet, I diet this, but I don't diet Like, that. does that mean, like, I diet for breakfast, but I eat a lot of lunch, and I go. Or it means I diet breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but I eat my desserts full course. <laughs> Maybe that's it. I don't know. I, I just, I need it. Are you, turn, are you dieting away from chocolate chip cookies someday? Nah, so maybe that's what he meant. Yeah, diets really aren't for me, um, but, but but running's for you. So we'll see what happens when running stops being for you. A, that's a very good point. At thirty-one, running is running is is definitely downward trending right yeah, now. Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. So when the diet's not for you and you're completely washed up, right now you're just washed, but pretty soon you'll be like super washed, and then eventually you'll be washed up. A topic for another show. You being washed. Yep. I guess so, because what the, the pro football focus said you you graded in at eighty five. I mean, number five or something. So I'm not, I'm not a big pro football focus guy. You're not a stat guy. You're more in the wins. Brady said it. J Mac said it. Well, J Mac didn't say it. Brady said it, and J Mac kind of said he's not a stat guy. So yeah, you know, we'll say the same. But thing. Gilly Lockdown was number one. 
and All Pro. You're not a stat, you're not a stat guy. So like, but I mean, okay. that just further confirms. Oh, yeah. Shout the out other Steph, thing. All Pro. And, and CP. And, and Pro Bowl and CP, second team All Pro. Mm -hmm. and, Tom, and Tom Brady, Pro Bowl. Tom Brady. But I mean, TB12. Is he having the most ever? Pro, I, I, be close. I'm, Ray not, Lewis, I'm, not, I'm not a stat or guy. Champion. I'm not a stat um, guy. But uh, CP and Steph both rock repping uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina. Oh, they should be from New York. Yeah. Recap of the game. You, you, you. You remember the game? Well, we're not really recapping the game because it was weeks ago. We're going to recap the season today. Yeah, the last game of the season. I'm just saying. You, you, know, you remember it? My wife won't allow you to joke like that, so I advise you. To I'm, not, I'm not joking. I'm asking you if you remember the game. You left the game with a head injury. I'm just making sure so you such remember the game. Injury. I left the game with a concussion. It's not a head injury, bro. Well, we won. If you, if you didn't know, we won. So we, Well, that's why we didn't play last week, so that's why I know. You you you're back. You're able to put context clues together and come up with things. That is awesome. But like you said, recap, um, eleven and five, um, best season by far I've ever had in total of wins. Well, not by far. You've had nine wins, so it's not by far. And all eighteen of those wins in those two seasons did not equate to playing after the postseason. So by far, the most amount of wins I've had. No, by far the best season you had because you get to play in the playoffs. But it's not by far. It's two games. Yeah, but nine and seven is right off mediocre. Uh, you it just missed eight is. and eight. And 11 and five is a little above mediocre. It's above average. Without a doubt. 16 and 0, elite. 15 and 1, almost elite. 14 and 2, great year. Thank you for that. All right. Just trying to help you out. Numbers don't lie. Anywho, uh, recap of the 2018 season. Uh, the best part of it, as you guys... Oh, remember that rapper that used to give the recap of the year and he would rap all the events? Mm. That's how you should do the season right now. Go. No. We started in Houston. We started in Foxborough. They had problems. We beat then we Houston. went on the road and we had problems. Jacksonville, Detroit took us out. But we came back. Who do we play fourth? I'm going, going back, back to Miami. We play Miami at home in Foxborough. That's Cali. Yeah. That's not Miami. Then we rebounded. Then we played Miami. Then came Thursday and we played Indy. Mm. I don't know who we played after Indy. Me neither. Ah, we were so good, but so bad. But it was a good 2018 season. Wrapped up first time getting to play with each other. Uh, fun season. Um, ups and downs of the season. Character building season. Um, Adversity. But I think when you play in this league for a while, you get to kind of, you know, when the season ends, uh, just take maybe an hour, two hours to kind of reflect that, you know, I finished another season. Um, and that is a, a great thing to know. It was the Chiefs, too. We we blew that. It was the Chiefs. Um, but J-Mac finishing his 10th season, my ninth season. Double digits, baby. And then to play in every, Double digits. To play in every game is awesome. Like, that's not always a guarantee to make all 16 games. Um, dang, you're right. I did. Last year, I played in 14. The year before that, I played in 14 games. So Dang. So, the Patriot way saved you. I mean, I played in 16 prior to that. Yeah, but you were getting older. Usually, you're supposed to keep going down. So, kudos to you. Air air that yeah thanks so yeah definitely like you said uh it's been it was a fun season for me for sure the regular season um transitioning again getting to another team having to learn new teammates um 
figuring out what your role is going to be, accepting your role, trying to excel at your role and do what you can to help the team. Um, whenever you, like you said, whenever you get on a new team, it's just fun to see how everything pieces together. I think for all you guys that were here for years prior, you understand the process. You, you know what to expect of the guy to the left and right of you. For me, everything was new. You know, you go into the game and as we're going all throughout training camp, you really like how things are progressing. And so for so many years, you go through training camp. I remember one year we play, opened up with Kansas City, played really well in Tennessee, won the game, was like, we're on our way. It was Wizard Hunt's first year there, and then we lost, I think, 10 straight games after that, you know, ended up finishing 2-14, and 14, and you just never know how the season's going to come out. You never know what your team's going to look like, and for us, it was like a lot of ups and downs. We came out, we won that first game, and I was like, okay. Like, obviously, remember, we talked about that was the first win in a long time, and it was just like, this is what it's going to be, and then you go lose two straight games on a roll, and it's just like slow down like this ain't this ain't what i signed up for and then you bounce back and get on a streak and then go through another valley and come back so the reason i love the game of football is because i feel like it can parallel with life so much you know you go through ups and downs um the 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 amount of teamwork that goes into it you look at your football family with your regular family there's going to be ups and downs how do you communicate with one another how do you feed off one another so to be able to go through all of that and then at the same time is you just continue to try to get better you know whether you win or lose a football game you just progress and progress and progress and you try to get better throughout the length of the season to prepare you for what's coming up next for us now uh in the playoffs and what's coming up next what did you so so far what did you learn about playoff football I would say the most important thing I've learned so far from being here and listening to from Bill to everybody else is it doesn't matter if you're experienced, if you're young, if you're old, if you're the best this or the best that in the regular season, when the playoffs come, all of that goes out the window. On that given Saturday or Sunday, whoever performs the best goes on. And it Unless doesn't, you have home field advantage, right? Doesn't that matter? Who cares? Three out of four teams in the wild court lost yeah, at home. It's like, who cares? Like, just what advantage does it give you? The fans are yelling for you. I mean, that's not going to help you perform better or worse on the, on the, on the field. So, um, definitely, I would say you have a lot of playoff myths that um, go on that I'm learning about. So, I would say that's definitely been uh, the main thing. At the end of the day, to play what the teams that win in the playoffs play the best football in the playoffs. Momentum doesn't matter. It sounds so simple. I don't care if you're ranked first in defense, last in defense. I remember one year uh, in the playoffs, Vince kind of stood up to the defense and he read off the Colts. I want to say, when did the Colts win the Super Bowl? In 08 or 09? No, not 09. The Saints won that one in Miami. Yes, in 06 when they beat the Bears. And he read off the defensive stats for the season and like – it was like bottom bottom third of the league in every stat. And then he read off the stats of the Colts in the playoffs. Top defense in the playoffs. Outplayed almost every team's defense in the playoffs. And it was kind of a reminder, whether good or bad, none of that goes with you into the playoffs. Like, you can't say, man, we were good at this, so we don't got to worry about that because we're going to be good. You just got to go play football. And I think – um, I've been fortunate enough to each year to make the playoffs and have a bye week. So to watch those games, like Bill always says, when you get that bye week in the playoffs, that has nothing to do with home field. You get to go to the next round of the playoffs without playing a game. 
You've like, won a game. You've already won a game in the playoffs without having to play. And that's at the same, same time, you're coming off, you're going to be playing a team that's already won a playoff that's game. That's a disadvantage of That's coming in feeling really good about what they just accomplished the week before and watching those wild card games this Let's past recap weekend. Those games. I mean, who we want to start with? Uh, we'll start with the first one. I mean, Indy and Houston. Um, Got to be tough to play a team three times yeah. in one season. You know, we, I remember we lost like that in 2010, beat the Jets. We lost to the Jets second game of the season. Played them like week maybe 13 towards the end of the season. Beat them bad. Then they came here. We had home field advantage. We had the bye week. We were the one seed, I think, in the whole AFC. 21-11, they beat us, and we really didn't have a chance all game. Mm-hmm. So um, watching that game. Um, was similar, I felt like. Yeah, I mean, you look at Houston, one of the best run defenses in the league. Uh, Marlon Mack in Indianapolis, I think they put up 200 yards rushing. Um, Andrew Luck was comfortable making throw after throw. Um, T.Y. Hilton wore the clown mask. Um, How we feel about the clown To the stadium. Mask. I felt like that was all, like that was fun and that was competitive and that it was. It was like that true divisional game. Rivalry, like, exactly. Like T.Y. Hilton said playing in Houston is like playing a home game. J. Joe, Jonathan Joseph was just like, man, he's a clown for saying that. He ain't like that. And he was like, I'm going to show you a clown when I show up on Sunday. So like that, that to me was really cool. I mean, I didn't understand um, the mask that the Ravens wore. To the game, I don't, I don't like yeah, not knocking it. We didn't get the inside scoop. Yeah, on. I don't know. See why Hilton explained. We probably should have researched that to see if someone explained what the. But I mean, once they lost, I'm not yeah, trying to explain right, that either. either I don't. I ain't got much to say. Yeah, I don't know what it what it uh, consisted of, but yeah, Indy went out there and took care of business, played well, uh, was able to uh, execute and to go up twenty one zip. Um, it's a great, it's a great advantage. You want to play from ahead, and that defining. If you were playing Madden, you'd have to get off the sticks. So that's that's exactly how you that's how you draw it up the night before. So. Then we jump to the second game, Dallas and Seattle. Seattle. Uh, prayers up to Hearns. Uh, gruesome yeah. injury on oh. the field. Very gruesome injury. That was rough. Um, but that was a very competitive game, back and forth. Um, really good defense is playing very stout football. Um, we got to watch that game while we were down in uh, Florida. Uh, grabbing some food, so that was an intense game. Just fun to um, watch Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott go back. It, it and forth. seemed like it was like two similar teams just going in. Doug Baldwin makes a great play and great catch, then mm-hmm. Dak comes and makes a great scrant. Like it was just back and forth. Um, what did they say? That was true playoff football. Um, <laughs> then we got to Sunday, open the day with. Um, the Chargers in Baltimore, um, another game where the teams just played. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that was a really good game. Yeah, the Chargers came out with three safeties. You know, I'm all about that. Shout out to Chargers putting three safeties on the field. Why not <laughs> put as many safeties as you want out there? You was able to wrong. stop the run, though, in doing so. Back and forth. You Limiting Lamar Jackson, not letting him get outside the pocket much, um, forcing him to try to make throws from the pocket, force some turnovers. Um, and it was a game of kind of field goals. Yeah. Throughout. And, Back and uh, forth. Was able to score kind of late and, and seal the game, which you and thought. And then Lamar Jackson until, still. Yeah, come back, throw a pair of touchdowns to Crabtree. And it's mm-hmm. just like, you look up, it's like, it's a seven-point game, yeah. you know. But um, the, weren't able to finish it out. And the Chargers were able to come out on top. And I think we've talked about Phillip Rivers on here before, um, how how great of a quarterback we thought he is. And the way he fights, the way he competes, the I was way just, he trash talks. I was like, just watching. a fun guy to compete against. I was just watching on a fumble uh, – not this playoff game, but the time before they played Baltimore. Um, and Young scoops the ball up, and he's taking it back to the touchdown. And Phillip Rivers runs right at Carr like he's about to hit him. 
<laughs> on a touchdown because he's cars behind Young and he just fades off. And I'm like, it looked like every ounce of him wanted to hit him, but he was like, that's not the best decision for the team. For the team. Yeah, man. Um, and then we go to the nightcap, you know, uh, Philly and um, Chicago. Chicago, which obviously back and forth game, gutty game. Chicago, you know, without, you know, two of their, their better players in the secondary. Eddie Jackson couldn't play with an ankle and Callahan got hurt, I think, the week before. Mm -hmm. Um was out and just those teams just battling. Golden Tate, a late trade at the deadline makes a huge touch. You never know who is going to be yeah, in the playoffs. To put them, to put them uh, ahead. You just, you don't. You just never know. And um, tough goal for so, uh, for Cody Parkey. I was with him last year in Cleveland for training camp. Really, really good dude. Um, I mean, the guy dropped. The guy dropped to a knee and thank God. As soon as he missed the field goal, opportunity, no question. And tough. I mean, you just tough. You know. Um, as a kicker, you but want I do to believe it was kick. tipped. It was tipped. Yeah, no question. You want to make that kick. You want to give you a chance to teammates. It's just sometimes it just doesn't work out. It's for not you. your day. Sometimes. As mommy says, somebody's got to win. Somebody's got to lose. So hopefully you're the winner. Shout out, Mama Matt. Yeah, feels better to be the winner. Shout um, out, Mama Matt. Um, brings up up to our matchup coming up this week. Um, L.A. Chargers are coming into town. I said L.A. didn't say San Diego. Give me credit yeah. for that. It'd be a um, tough game. Definitely, um, definitely. Um, best record in the AFC, tied with the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. uh, really won games all year, and um, we got a battle. You know, I like playoff football because there's not much to talk about. Like, you don't know how the game's going to go. No one really cares about the last regular season games, and no one cares about that we played them last year in 17. It is just going to be a dogfight battle Sunday at 105. Um, it's you, a it's a battle for tomorrow. So there is no holding this play in your back pocket, or it's all. Speaking out. of tomorrow, like you haven't had that, but you you've had where you clean out the like one of the worst feelings is in the playoffs when you lose, like those teams that lost on the wild card and you, those twenty four hours. You you plan to win, so like you're not thinking about when we lose. You're thinking about you know next week or not even next week. You just like you think. We play Sunday, we come back in Monday. That's All just, positive thoughts. That's just how you think. And, you know, that's probably one of the worst feelings uh, that I'll say I've ever had um, is losing to the Jets my rookie year. And you come back in and it's like season's over. You know, the equipment staff's handing out the garbage bags. You clean out your locker. Um, everything is just over with. It's a... It's twenty four hour boom, and it's that's it. That's your season. So yeah, right. like you said, you're you're fighting to come to work the next day. No question. And uh, I said that when we when the last after we played the last game of the season, like I really didn't have anything to look ahead of other than at that point was Wednesday's practice. Like we, I get to come here on a Wednesday and work again and work and go. And to we practice. get to go there again this week. No doubt about it. There's so many guys that I've been in that Monday. You coming in. The cameras are all in there taking pictures, taking video while you're dumping all your stuff into garbage bags. It's just not not a not a great feeling. So um everybody's packing up, you know, that sucks. And not only are players packing up, a lot of coaches. Yeah, uh, we, we we spoke about that the last time. We talked about the whole Black Monday and you know it's it's here now. Yeah, a lot of it's coaches passed. went packing. I think what it was eight. Eight, eight coaches eight vacancies so i mean some of them already started to, starting to get filled mm -hmm. green bay uh with matt lafleur um oc coming uh uh from tennessee um i don't know if you saw it they said arizona where's um, he going matt lafleur shout out kev he's kev going to green bay kev going to green bay i just said that yeah. matt lafleur going my to bad. green bay and then hey shout out my man kingsbury yeah they tried to deny where was he where was he at usc 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 can't hold me back 
can't hold me back. Going to Arizona. That's how he broke out like, ah. So like when something like that happens, because would they say he was going to resign or did he resign or he was going to? I don't know. I think they ended up letting him do it. So like. Who knows? He's free. But I'm saying like when he's, when you talk like that, that means you know, like you got a job on the table somewhere. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. So he's heading to Arizona. And um, this is a Tuesday. These are all reports as of Tuesday. So. When the podcast drops, don't get mad at us if say we late. You know what I mean? We things change. You know, don't. They said uh, everything is subject to change. They said Tampa Bay. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like check your phone. Like now nah, we don't see. We old school with it. Schefter pulls out the the phone. We pull out the envelope with the with the with the joints on it right there. Like you don't know what's on this envelope. Tampa Bay is offered Bruce Arians, which they said Bruce Arians is 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 really inter- was really interested in that job because of his relationship already with Jameis Winston going back from um, his days in Al- being in Alabama doing camps and things of that nature. Really being around Jameis Winston. So, so does that mean no more Fitz Magic? Fitz Magic coming to a team near you soon. Hey, hey gotta be. Fitz Magic. We need some music to drop right Freddie now. Kitchens, was he there with you last year? Nah, new coach. Oh. They say he's the top candidate. Top candidate in Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, I'm surprised. The resurgence. I thought they was going a whole new route. Greg Williams. But the, the way Greg he, Williams did it big at the end of the season. Yeah, and the way he had There was a what? Two plays really from beating Baltimore? And they would have I think they would have tied to have all of them would have had the same record. Them, Baltimore, and I think uh Oh, uh, like they would have lost and they would have lost in a tie, but they would have essentially had yeah, the but they top record, one of the top record. They would have been tied for the top record in the AFC North. So respect, um, respect. Yeah, Freddie Kitchen. Yeah, Baker Mayfield playing really well. So Baker Mayfield, he's mm-hmm. a dog. Mm-hmm. So vacancies uh, being filled. What we what we think about that though? College coaches to the league. I know. I don't have a problem with. it. I think it's pretty cool. Um, just in general, we was in a group text the other day, and one of the guys was just like, man, we need to see some new coaches. I feel like the same coaches get recycled over and over again. So it'll be interesting to see how he does. But I remember at one point, I had one of the coaches I really liked in Tennessee. He came from Kentucky. But when he first got there, all he did was yell. And I felt like when you come from college to the pros, like you used to being in college, and it's rah, rah, rah. And I feel like in the pros, a lot of it, depending upon your coach, obviously, there's a lot of teaching and talking. Obviously, everybody's a grown All man, adults, so, yeah. Yeah. So I think that was one of the biggest differences. And I think for a college coach, you just you for them is kind of relaxation. It's like I don't gotta be on the road all yeah, off season true. recruiting. So should be interesting. Well, once again, people were some people were happy in South Carolina. Down south, I'll say a lot of people were happy. Clemson, Alabama, uh shout rematch. out Dabo Sweeney. I know he was in the locker room dancing. Rematch for the national championship. Some people are tired of seeing these two teams in the final four, period. I know he was um, making some current dance moves look really bad. We haven't even got to one the game yet, buddy. Everybody Relax. knows. Relax. Nah, some people this is all the sports they get. Double coverage. You don't even know the score of the game. It was they lost by twenty eight points the most ever by Nick Saban. Before that, like was I said, you don't know the score of the game. Forty four sixteen. Boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka. I stopped watching. Me too. But before that, do you know what was the biggest deficit under Nick Saban? A win. What was the biggest deficit he had ever had at Alabama? Twenty one points. Wow. Fourteen. Nick Saban's a goat, bro. What's wrong with you with 21 points? It was about three touchdowns. Don't matter now because it, um, it, didn't, it didn't matter going into the national championship. But the one thing, you watch that game, you're like, man, there's a lot of pros out here on this field, boy. Better hurry, better hurry up and get out Try the Try and get in where you fit in. But uh, a very competitive game in the sense of 
It was 44-16, but I think Alabama had got to the red area like five times and just couldn't get the ball in the end zone. They were going for it on fourth down and stuff. So it was a very back-and-forth game. Um, but Clemson, I mean, they have numerous All-Americans in the front four. They had a couple of corners play great. Like, it was just it was a great game. Um, you know, watching the quarterback play. The kid's a freshman, they said. Man. Sheesh. Um, seen so many different memes with him. Uh, seen him in a Florida, in a Gator jersey. Um just a lot, you know, but shout out Clemson. Like you said, Dabo Sweeney, um, you know, can I go back to college and play for Dabo Sweeney? Is that possible? You know, like you ever see the movie Joanna Man where he dressed up like a woman? Can I? Uh, can I, I, I don't think you dressing up like a woman is going to No, I'm just saying, to. can I doctor my birth certificate up, go back to college? I mean, Dabo Sweeney said it last night. None of this would be possible without the Lord. He... He makes no no. Uh, I mean, I watch him, about it. I watch him after the game. I'm like, man, I hope he's still coaching when uh, when my son is is ready to get to college. I'm sending him to Clemson. What if he doesn't like football? Then he won't go to Clemson. Well, you could pay for it. He'd be a student manager. Then he won't go to Clemson. He Can, still could be around Dabo. Possible. I mean, you know, he's gonna be elite. His name Dabo Swinney. Dabo. I think it was fun though to watch. Like, I feel like you watch Alabama, and it just feels like. They just dominate whoever they play, other than obviously a few of the teams in SEC. And then you watch Clemson, and it's just like they have no fear of Alabama. Yeah. And I just feel like, but the only thing is, every now what was it? I think it's like Bama in the last couple of years of one and two versus Clemson. And like, I think it was like 40 and one versus all other teams, <laughs> versus every other team. Maybe it was a Ted two, three years, something like it's crazy. That. Ridiculous. Um, we got crazy situation heading back to the NFL. Um, I don't even know what to call it. The A B situation with Pittsburgh, uh, with the Steelers. Um, that's a lot for an organization. You deal with Le'Veon Bell in the beginning of the season, then you have to deal with, you well, know, another uh, problem with uh, one uh, of your best players. Well, has he commented on it at all? No. You're so, right. This is a lot of hype now. So it's like he well, says sources say it's a lot said, of hype because obviously But um, there are only Mike, sources said. No, but Mike Tomlin commented on the whole situation as well. So. But he didn't get into details, right? I mean, he talked about not being able to get in contact with um oh, agent yeah, yeah, and all. But I mean, we only got that side of the story. We still haven't heard from AB, so it's hard to. He was on the Mass Singer though, kind of killed it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch that. He did Bobby Brown, my prerogative. I didn't. I didn't watch the episode. But you think in situations like that, as a team, is like, do you say like we we have to find a landing don't spot for him? Well, it don't matter. Can now. you trade Antonio Brown? I don't know. It don't matter now. The season's over though, so they got time. Yeah, but I mean, can you trade a player of that caliber? You know, one crazy thing I did, uh, I saw um, a lot of respect for Peter King. I've done stuff, with, but he said he couldn't be a, he couldn't be all pro because of the situation. He said he ain't have him in the top twenty of receivers. Oof. Top twenty? Nah, I can't. I mean, I guess you can. Can't. I but guess, he had twelve touchdowns this year. I guess you over can, a thousand yards. I guess you can just say that to say that. Like I'm just gonna say it. Like because he I basically don't like said I could find those stats on the street corner right now. Mm-hmm. I could go right now to anywhere I mean, and find that. I mean, nah, he tripping, tripping. I mean, AB is one of the best receivers yeah, in our I league. I don't know about that. Top five for sure. Yeah, I don't know about that. He's right there. You can argue him number one if you want. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, we you really like. Not if you want, you got to. Yeah, like, you no gonna problem. argue if you say he not won, you gonna argue with somebody. Yeah, no you definitely gonna argue with somebody. No doubt about it. But it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. It man. will. 
I mean, I, I mean, because you see, we've team, seen top players get traded. Teammates have commented on it, yeah. uh, and you obviously, and you've seen great talents. Amari Cooper this year, Khalil Mack. You've seen top talents get traded, so um, it will be interesting, especially all this stuff happening now. You still have a draft, you have free agency, like you don't know what directions teams will move into uh, going forward. No, that's true. That's true. Moving on to the next segment. What's up in the group chat? The group chat? The group chat? Oh, one top, two topics we will not be talking about in the group chat today um, that you might expect to hear. Um, we all know Donald Trump's an idiot, so we will not talk about the government shutting down and how ludicrous that is um, because we just don't want to give him... Thank you for covering that. We don't want to give him extra air you time just did. on double move coverage. On. Move on. You just did. Move on. I'm just saying. We can give, him, we can give the man a minute and a half, but that's it. Um, and number two is we will not be giving R. Kelly more than 30 seconds on this on this right here. Make sure I don't hit over 30 seconds. The dude is out of his mind. I'm not trying to hear anything about the music or any of that. Dead wrong, all the way wrong. But we will say shout out to Survivors. Um, and I have not watched it, um, but my wife has told me a lot about it. I heard it's been it was put together beautifully. Um, shout out John Legend speaking out. Um, but I'm not commenting because you are very ridiculous, ridiculous. So we will not be talking about him. So uh, you think now we're going to you, the think we, you think you mind talking about the stuff that we want to talk about? Yeah, or? but I'm just saying sometimes you got to let people or know. do you want to just change group chat segment to just, hey, this is what we're not going to talk about. Tonight. Well, those are in the group chat, but you got to let people know Like I am aware of this stuff. But nah, not not today. So you not today. So you letting people know that you woke. That was in a movie. What movie is that? Dang. Not up in here. I hope I say this name right. Um, Centoya Brown, though, granted clemency um, by the governor in, in Tennessee, uh, Governor Haslam. Um, those of you who do not know, um, you know, I, myself and Jay, um, both guys that believe in more than just playing football, using your platform. Um, and she was uh, when she was 16 years old, she um, was first arrested for supposedly shooting someone in the head, um, close range, killing someone. Um, and it was supposedly a robbery um, at 16 years old. So she was tried as an adult. Um, but she said she was actually involved in sex trafficking. She was sentenced, she was sentenced to um, she was sentenced to life, life right? Um, because of this and her story really wasn't heard and um and the crazy thing is federal laws as a minor you cannot be sentenced to life without parole so she was sentenced to life and eligible for parole in 51 years it was either 51 years or at 51 she was eligible for parole Sheesh. um so shout out kim kardashian people like rihanna who have really put this you know brought shine a light on this situation she was um, served at least 51 years before parole yes so um the governor who was actually his terms about to end uh very soon granted her clemency which means he gave her leniency which she will be able to be released in august yeah um so just an amazing story So what it was was what she was living with a, a man who was basically like sold her yes. to an older gentleman and she ended up murdering the older gentleman mm -hmm. to escape and um dang to think you could be given life because of that 
for fighting for like we say freedom but like for for, for your real freedom, freedom for real and i mean people just have done an awesome job of just they said they were getting phone calls and emails every single day um to the state house um about her her case and how, eventually how the now? governor 30? yes i think that's what it is so yo, it's crazy to think like this wasn't that many years ago yeah that this was going on and it's just like sometimes we all live in our own little bubble mm -hmm. you know whether it's football whether it's whatever we're doing in our own lives our own families to think like this young lady was going through that at the age of 16 like there there's probably young women out there right now going through, oh, who, definitely. Who, who are going through something there's crazy different organizations that deal with this where, where somebody has control over them and it's just like prayers to them and hopefully like we can do more other people can do more to try to um exploit these situations and get and get this corrected because this is crazy but like you just said shout out to everybody that put in an effort it, it, it actually puts a, a really spotlight on the criminal reform stuff going on in our country and how people are really getting involved and trying to make a change um for that and speaking of that i'll be brief on this because um it should come out eventually um but uh, the team got to host UTEC uh, organization right here in Massachusetts, uh, where we got to donate uh, to their organization as a as a players fund. Um, they they do work with um, young adults really who have been you know either on the streets in gangs um, or they've been incarcerated in their release and they deal with reentry and their recidivism rate is I think 10%. You know, mm -hmm. kids come out, young men and women, and they're not going back to jail. So just an amazing organization. Um, I loved every minute of it. Um, they got to come in and kind of present to the team what they do. Team got to hear it, and then we got to surprise them. What a check. Um, check $75,000 to help them and what their organization does because it's what we believe in. Definitely, so. definitely. It was cool to hear young people that have been through their program and what it's done for their lives and how it's helped them uh, to get back on track. So, um, like you said, that, that's, that's kind of what it's all about, man, uh, is not letting um, things hold you back, knock you off course. You're able to get up and, and kind of keep it going. And, and speaking of like not letting things knock you off course and get up and keep it going. If anybody, for anybody that's on social media, if you saw, I don't know if it was a high school game, college game, but basketball game, kids on a fast break, he's going in for a layup and somebody is hauling to catch up to him and jumps up to block the shot and was skying. I mean, athletic skying through the sky. But he forgot to look out for the backboard. <laughs> but he blocked the shot. So when you talk about things knocking you down, could you imagine running and jumping and running smack into the backboard? So like we had this debate in the locker so room. So wait, you think I can run and jump that high? No, no way. Oh, maybe at 21, not 31. But anywho, you got to credit. Like there's a positive and a negative to this to this kid who did this. Like obviously the positive is his athleticism is off the charts to be able to run, jump that high. But on NBA 2K, his awareness is in the basement. Like the, <laughs> he's trying to make a play. Bro. The backboard is not moving. He's trying to make a play. Do you know you've never got hurt like because the ground don't move? You go to make a tackle, it hurts. Not that I wasn't aware that it was there though. Like he hit the back, he hit that backboard hard. hard. Like we got. Is he okay? Like I we hope, everyone's seen the video on Instagram so. and yeah. stuff, but no. I, like, can we check up on him? I hope so. Yeah. He, uh, tweet us let us know if he's okay but he didn't even brace for the backboard or like nah, he, went, he went and got that shot i hope that was like the game winning layup yo who uh 
Who who won the weekend? Obviously. You want to be a part of a good program? You come over to Death Valley. That's what Clemson said when they won the national championship last night. Clemson, they yeah, they gave they gave they gave the Death Row record shout out <laughs> to come over to Death Valley. Clemson won the weekend by far. And every although team it was that, a Monday night, and every team that won the playoffs won the playoff game this weekend. Yeah, if you're still alive in the NFL, but you can't compare them to. I know, but I'm just saying, won if you're still alive in the NFL right now, you won the weekend. You won the weekend by far, but Clemson dominated the weekend. Who lost the weekend? We'll keep a. We'll keep. If you didn't get to play in the playoffs, you lost the weekend. If you lost in the playoffs, you lost the weekend, obviously. I had nine seasons But the of ultimate that. loss of the weekend is Drake. As talented as Drake is, he is now truly seen as a true bad luck charm. True bad luck charm. Like I heard, where was I? Oh, on the plane. Dude, dude said to me, um, he gave me three things not to do. And the third thing was not to end up with a Kardashian. Because people say they're bad luck. I mean, I'm going, you be, you're better off with a Kardashian than you are with Drake sporting your team's uh, apparel. Alabama fans blame Drake for team loss. But you know what's funny? What did Drake post in some video with that Alabama hoodie on? And as soon as he posted it, I saw people like, wow, Alabama screwed. They're going to lose now. They're done. And then they don't just go lose. They lose by 28 points, the most ever under Nick Saban. As soon as you as – soon as We you need go, to find out, though, because they can't – did Drake go buy that hoodie or was that hoodie sent to him? That's what – that like, damn, but maybe it's just a true – you just hope he doesn't become a fan. Nah, Drake got home right now with his Clemson T-shirt on. He had a plan. He knew. Yeah. He knew. It worked. Drake, my man. Stay out please, of pocket, bro. don't put on no Pats hoodie, man. Don't even go buy a Pats hoodie and wear it. Oh, you said, what was that? Not up in here? Not up in here. Hangover. The cops. Not up in here. They tried to, they tried to steal their cop car Not and make them look bad. Not up in here. And then they tasered them. That was elite. Yeah, I would love to show that footage, Damn. but we can't. Anyway, up to our uh, more than an athlete we got segment. Two, we got two winners today. We have two? More than an athlete, yeah. Nice. Brought to you by Nationwide is on your side. It was better when I did it, but so you go ahead. Nation. We have oh, we have more than an athlete to you. I mean, more than an athlete today presented to you by Nationwide is on your side. Thank All right, you, that thank was you, decent. That was Anywho, decent. Benjamin Hit Watson. Hit us up, Nationwide. We're willing to sing. Benjamin on TV. Watson was named the Week 17 NFL Community MVP for donating and raising more than $100,000 for charitable organizations through his Freedom Friday campaign during the entire 2018 NFL season. $100,000 Freedom Friday. Shout out to Benjamin Watson. He's elite, though. Who is playing in his last NFL season who is welcoming twins into the world with his wife. And already has five kids, I believe. Good Lord, bless their hearts, bless their hearts, but it cannot be me. And second, but surely not le uh, last, um, we're going to go with DeAndre Hopkins. Um, decided, you know, to donate his playoff check to the family of Jasmine Barnes, a, a seven-year-old awesome. uh, seven girl in Houston who um, senselessly murdered. I don't know if we still have a reason. Uh, a man decided to drive up to a car and start to fire shots in the car, um, killing young Jasmine, seven years old. And uh, DeAndre Hopkins decided uh, he would give all his money to the family to pay for all funeral costs and anything else. Um, 
I mean, I think that's just awesome. Mm -hmm. Happened right in Houston, the city he plays in. Uh, came out right away before the game and said that was his plans to donate his playoff checks. And uh, they lost, so it was one check. But uh, I'm sure he's going to connect with that family and help in any way possible. So, I'm sure uh, um, his, his act of kindness will motivate more than just himself um, to be able to give back and help that family through uh, a very, very, very difficult time. So... Uh, prayers, uh, prayers sent out to them and and and, and their families. Um, but another episode wrap up. Of yeah. we're getting towards the end. It's, yeah, it's I mean, kind of getting sad. I know, but I mean, it's playoff time. Like, I feel like I need to go like LeBron, though. Like, yeah, how he goes like. What does dark, he call that? Dark, dark twenty three or twenty three dark zero or twenty three zero darks? I have no idea, but it's we dark just gotta something. go dark. We just like gotta this. go dark. Can yeah. you see me? I, uh, yeah, I feel like we got... So you may not hear from us for a while, but Can anywho, as you know, you can find the audio version of this podcast on iTunes. Mama, we made it! Or you can go see the video and you can even you can even watch Devin attempt to sing. Hey, did that sound like T-Pain, like the auto-tune? Mama, we made it! All you have to do is go on YouTube for both of them. Just search double coverage with the McCordy twins. And as always, thank you to our partners at Boston Medical Center and the Embrace Kids Foundation. That is a wrap. Let me try one more time. Nationwide is on your side. Happy New Year, everybody. B block that out. I'm going to be on Hamilton next week. Yeah, good that. luck.